You're gonna have to be gentle. We're gonna have to go very slow. Get ready for an hour of comedy that hits the cheese spot. I'm single and I am railing dicks left, right, center right now. This is a safe space for anyone who's horny for comedy. I've come making out with a girl. The sun may be going down, but we are heating things up. I need jizz. I need semen. You know what's funny about (laughs) sex? Okay, if a butthole and a penis were in a fire, and you could only save one of them, which are you saving? I'd probably save a penis. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that poor butthole. Welcome to After Hours with Zach Noe Towers. Oh my God, welcome to After Hours with me, Zach Noe Towers. And I'm so happy because my guest today is the iconic Jeff Lewis. I don't know if I'm the right guest for this show. I've never, I've never listened to this show. Oh, good for you, <laughs> coming yeah. in hot. I, I'm a little more conservative, so we'll Are see you? how the, we'll see how this works. I mean, Are you? In the sense of, I don't really talk about a lot about what I do. Sure. Behind closed doors. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but I'm not a prude or anything like no, that. No, yeah, we'll we'll feel it out. <laughs> okay. I'll go real. I'll be real gentle. And, okay, thank you. And I do have a question. Charlene over there, your producer, she's the one that ran into Doug. Yeah. Doug Buden, my co-host. <gasps> With her car. car. Yes. Oh. And uh, did your insurance cover it? Like, how did it work, Charlene? I just wanted to teach him a lesson. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a good driver, are you, Charlene? I'm not. I'm not. It's because you need the fob to get out the gate, and it fell on the ground, and I went to reach for it. Oh, my and God. And into him. <laughs> Because you let go of the brake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, just just for edification, Doug was completely stopped. He was. And she ran right into he it. He was. <laughs> and had been stopped for quite some time. <laughs> That'd be so disorienting to be Doug and just stopped and then out of nowhere. Doug, actually, my so my co-host on Jeff Lewis Live, he should be on this show because, you know, he is a dirty birdie. Really? Like a fucking pervert. Really? <laughs> yes. Yes. It, he, it's dark. I think it's dark because, you know, he's got that shed in his backyard. Stop. No, seriously. (laughs) And, you know. You see twinks go in and they don't come out. I shouldn't bring this back up, but we Let's do it. If you're not going to talk about your sex life, let's talk about someone else's. All right. So we were in Las Vegas and uh, it was, we were there doing a radio show. We were there for some sort of event. Doug allegedly may or may have not hired a prostitute. Nice. Sex worker. And then, oh. Is that, is that what sex you say now? Yeah. Okay, sex worker. Yeah. You can't say hooker or prostitute. I mean, you can. Okay. <laughs> he, said it, he said it was a massage. I Oh, there is a blurred like a line. a lot of money. I That's don't know a if, blurred line. Because I said, well, what did you spend? And he said like 500 bucks. And I thought, that seems real expensive for a massage. Yeah. Uh-huh. And was it an all-night massage? A penis massage? A prostate massage? Well, here's the thing. It was, I think it was, I'm like, oh, I'm curious. How long was he in your room? And he said an <laughs> hour. So I would think for 500, you would be getting at least a two-hour massage. For sure. Right? In Las Vegas? So here's the problem. Oh, no. Venetian was kind enough to host us. I mean, they took care of us. Like, uh-huh. beautiful rooms, bought us, like, dinners at the restaurants, the whole thing. We had the most amazing time. Well, when I went on the radio and I talked about what happened, they have now banned us from the Venetian resort. No. They said they take illegal activity, like, very seriously. Vegas? I.e. prostitution. I know. Well, you know, it's not legal in Vegas. I thought what? I thought it was. Apparently, Doug thought so too. But, it, <laughs> but it's not. It's not. 
Not in no, the wait. city of Las oh, Vegas. That's out. why like the bunny ranch or whatever is on the go outskirts. Yep. For your listeners. What about all those? <laughs> Don't make they, the same they mistake Doug did. What about all those people who hand out the cards with like the naked girls on them and like call these girls those are do, do we say stri- we don't say strippers we say dancers now right oh i think strippers those are still fine dance clubs <laughs> okay professional dancers yeah i think that's what that is okay um wow mm-hmm. huh and what i learned because i did we did go to strip bar when we were there um what i learned is you gotta like i was like already like as soon as i sat down i was like i got out the cash and i started oh, getting lap dances. yeah 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 well, then what happens is they think you're kind of like a big fish. So sure. then you have all <gasps> they swarm. the girls. All the girls. And they want to take you to the back room. Um, like when you throw a bunch of uh, like duck food into the pond and they all go. I had them all. I had all of them. Yeah. And it was women. Have you ever run to a male strip club? Um, I don't know that. I don't think so. Okay. He's pleading the fifth. on No, no, no. I'll be honest with you. I don't think I have. I think just female strip clubs. Would you go to a male strip club? Yeah, for sure. Okay. I went to Magic Mike. Okay. Yeah. That's a nice like halfway. That's a. But they don't want to bring dudes up on the stage. It's always like horny women. Yeah. Horny horny middle-aged women. They need. They should be canceled. Which are our listeners? They are. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of them. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Jeff Lewis is an iconic. Your origin stories in Bravo's flipping out eleven seasons. Mm -hmm. Wow! And now you're on Hollywood Houselift on Amazon. Yes. And you keep the lights on at Sirius XM. That's what I tell them. Do you really? Yes. I probably shouldn't have I fucking have said, said that. They're going to like they're going to come for me. I have said that exact same like, thing. Uh, you see this studio? Yeah. This is the Jeff Lewis studio. They don't like to feed my ego, so <laughs> I do walk around I'm like I pay I pay all the bills here. Woo! <laughs> I mean, I Netflix well, is this is independent correct. of the Sirius XM. Mm-hmm. We're different. their side bitch. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> um, well, I've loved being on your show. So thank you for having me. Sure. Aren't you on this week? Uh, I'm on the after show. Yeah. 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 Um, So the first thing I like to talk about on this show is sex in the news. The segment is this just in and out and in again. Okay. Okay. Um, So this first story, man fakes kidnapping so he can party without his girlfriend. Sounds like something Stu would do. You, that is so funny because- Stu is Jeff's on again, off again, on again, off again, on yes. again, off again, on again, off again. Not only would he fake, because he's a drinker, mm. and not only would he fake his own kidnapping to go out and party, <laughs> I honestly think he would fake his own death. <laughs> That's how bad he needs alcohol. Wait, what would the end game be after faking his own death? Start a new life as like... <laughs> he doesn't think... He's, he's, he doesn't think that he's far He's not ahead. thinking long term. He's only thinking right now, I want to go out and party. So, in fact, when I first, because I looked at that article, when I first read it, I was like, I want a loser, idiot, like, that girl must be, like, one mean bitch for him to be, like, so afraid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I compare, like, my experience with Stu, and I think to myself, oh, my God, I'm her. Because (laughs) I basically, he's gotten so much trouble with alcohol that I basically threaten him, and I say, you are not going tonight. You are not drinking this. You are not doing... So you're grounded. I, you're pretty much grounded. And so yesterday, he's like, I want to go watch um, uh, the US Open with my with my buddies at the bar. And I said, I have no problem. He's like, stop trying to control me. I said, I have no problem with you going out with your friends. I said, but we have a dinner at six o'clock 
and he's gained a little bit of weight. Oh, and I said, we have a shit. I said, we have a dinner at six o'clock. I you're said, not eating. <laughs> I said, you know, I know you're going to have bar food. I know you're going to drink. You've been telling me that you're going to pull back and that we're going to lose weight and we're going to stop drinking. And then he's like, I promise I'm only going to have, um, but he plans it out. I'm going to have three beers. I'm going to have six beers, but three are going to be non-alcoholic. So he's going to do one. Yeah. One, then one, <laughs> then one, then one. And I said, well, you can't drive if you have three beers. He's sure. like, I'll Uber. But then it came down to, he's only going to have two drinks that he's going to drive, but he's going to spread it out over like no. three hours. <laughs> I'm going to so, chug two beers as soon as I get there. But I don't believe that he has the self-control no. to not drink. So I texted him like seven beer emojis and I said, are you drinking? And he's like, I only had two. I said, if you come home drunk, I will slit that fat throat of yours. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think, I, I think I... I empathize with this with the woman because <laughs> I think I think it's a situation where he's gotten in trouble repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Maybe he has DUIs, mm-hmm. and I think she's threatened him. One more drink, and you're out. <laughs> I do, and he's like, I am fucking tied up in a garage right now. <laughs> That's so funny. The rest of the story is the girl's friend took it very seriously and called the cops, <laughs> and uh, they spent yeah. a lot of taxpayers' money looking for this fucker. Um, and false rep- a police report. Hopefully he's, you know. That's so funny. Dead from alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I also love, that, like, is he, is Stu more of a drinker than you? Okay, so I'm more consistent in the sense of I'll have like one or two drinks a night. Mm. He's more of a binger. Oh, sure. So he can go a couple nights without a, but he makes up for it. And then some on Wednesday. Yeah. So. Go hard. I. I'm just one of, when he's with me, I can tell him like, hey, you had enough. But when he's on his own, I can't trust him. <laughs> you need like um a fucking, uh, uh, what's the police thing around the ankle? Uh, um, ankle monitor. You're right. That like takes his blood test, takes a blood test every like hour. And just sends it like to my phone. Yes. Constant updates. Mm-hmm. And then you can yeah. like electrocute him through there too. He's at work right now, so I don't have to worry about him until after seven. True though, for sure. Or does he like? No, drink? no, he doesn't lie about working. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad there's a line. Um, okay, the next story. I had two penises and used both for sex. Women were addicted. A Los mm. Angeles truck driver born with two penises is speaking about about his unusual sex life. The man identified only as Tank. Suffered from diphalia, a genetic abnormality in which a male is born with two penises. Women didn't believe it when I told them I had two dicks, but then I took them to the room and they'd see. He divulged. Um, he later got one of the penises removed. He claimed it was difficult to have sex with only one of his penises at a time, while the use of two penises was painful for most of his lovers. He decided to get the surgery. Oh, so because it two and one. Two, orifice. two like hard dicks, I guess. In in one orifice is too painful. Is what is that what he means by that? Yeah. Mm. Some of the women. Okay, my only question is with this is that because I would rather have one big dick than two small <laughs> dicks. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm just curious. Sure. The size and are they the same size? Is one smaller? Is it the one on the lower one or the upper one? Also, are like, they side by side? What's yeah? What's the thing? Are they running parallel like a bundle or are they like out like an arrow sign? It's interesting because I think even your straight cameraman, they've all perked up. They're listening. They're they're interested. They're interested, which tells me, why are you fucking driving trucks for a living? True. You should be doing OnlyFans and making millions. Yes. 
right? I completely agree. Tank, turns out, might be stupid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it is, I believe it's called penis duplication, and I think it affects one in six million people, which is a lot more than I thought. Really? Mm -hmm. That sounds about right to me. Oh, I would think it was even more rare. I just wonder, like, does he use two urinals at once? Like, going to the one next door? Well, are they side by side, or are they always one on top of the other? Can we Google image this? (laughs) And does he just have two um, testicles, or does he have four? That is a great question. That'd be fun to keep one dick and have four balls, and then just really drown people with semen. I was also just wondering, was he circumcised? I don't know. Oh, maybe one cut, one uncut. Well, I don't know. Jewish mom, Christian dad. I don't know. I mean, but we're all curious. I'd like to see them. Oh, for sure want to see this. I actually did click on um, an article, but it was blocked. You know what I mean? I couldn't see the picture. It was blurred. Do you have parental safety on your own computer? I think Monroe put that on for me. My daughter. (laughs) I hope she's not the next one to open that fucking computer up. (laughs) Um, Okay, last story. Shannon Beater hints that John Jan- door. Do you not know who she is? No. Real Housewife of Orange, Orange County. No. She's one of my best friends, by the oh way. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm having dinner with her on Friday. Hi, Shannon. She'll never listen to this. Shannon Bedore hints that John Jansen's penis keeps him from being sex- sexiest man alive. While the Real Housewives of Orange County star and her castmates appeared on Celebrity Family Feud Sunday to compete against the ladies of the Real Housewives of Atlanta, Bedore appeared to shade her former flame's bulge, or perhaps his skill in the sack. Name a part of your man that eliminates him from being the sexiest man alive, host Steve Harvey read off his cue card to Bedore and opponent Drew Sedora, who were standing at their respective podiums. The RHOC star got to her buzzer first, leaned into the microphone, and exclaimed, penis. Do you know anything about this? I do. I know everything (gasps) about it. Can you talk about it? Well, first of all, I was on Celebrity Family Feud, and I misunderstood a few things, because I never watched it. So oh. and I was stu- like, you're like, like me with the show. housewives. Okay, I just walked in blind, and I never heard the show, never anything. So that's the second time I fucked up on uh, Family Feud mm-hmm. because I didn't know the rules. Sure. So what happened was apparently you're answering a question that they've surveyed over a hundred yes. people. Yes. So you have to think, what would a hundred people say? Yes. It's not personal. Right. Like you, Shannon. What would so? She was just answering oh, she wasn't generally. Saying that I just got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's like you've met the perfect man, but what would be? So this article is truly just like a misfire. It is. Wow. Because in reality, John. <laughs> John. Oh, sorry, Char- Charlene. Charlene hits cars. She's looking for her fob. Fucking takes me out. She wasn't paying attention. <laughs> um, she, actually, I know for a fact that John Jansen has a big dick, and I know that he's great in bed. Okay, you've been there, done that? I mean, no, not from personal experience, but from Shannon Bedore. Good for them. They have a great sex life. uh, How long have they been together, do you know? I forgot what she told me. She gives really good blowjobs, too. She showed me. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. She showed you her technique? Yeah, and I would never think from Shannon Bedore. No, I need to know. Do you have any blowjob technique? She calls it... Uh, oh, it's the dual action. You probably, uh, probably all the gays do it anyway. Like hand and mouth? Yeah, apparently she's very good at it. Yeah, that's like. But I think for straight people, maybe they don't. For sure. Maybe I it's just think... like you, they teach us that as soon as they give us our card. <laughs> our gay, gay men card. definitely have like, they are, they love sucking dick. They love it. And I think a lot of women might just like do it. Do you think everybody <laughs> does though? Love it? Love it. I think there's a lot more. There's a lot more men that are passionate that like about it. Than girls. Yeah, yes. For sure. 
This is why I think straight men and gay men need to collab. Mm. <laughs> straight men, if they even knew how often they could get their dick sucked by just like putting it out there to their gay friends. Maybe. For sure. Yeah. I bet that's what um that's the platform I'm running on when I run for <laughs> the Senate or whatever. Could the you Senate imagine? Or whatever. Um <laughs> this next part, and it's my favorite, and I can't oh, wait no. to see how you deal with it. Oh no, no, no. It's no, getting what? juicy. What? With Jeff Lewis. Getting juicy. We're just gonna talk about your journey, your sexual journey. <laughs> oh God. Okay. It'll be okay. All right. What what's your fear? Do you do you just like are you just a private person? Um, again, I think some things should, I mean, I talk about everything. Yeah, you really right? do. That's why I'm but shocked I guess a little bit. I try to keep a few things private because you're already, um, both of us, you're, you're really kind of exposing yeah, you're like vulnerable. intimate details oh, about sure. our relationship and our breakups and what were fights and all that. So I try to keep some things private. Private. Oh yeah, I guess we that's won't. Not going to happen today. No, <laughs> no. I used to keep things private, but no. it's okay. It's okay. No, I'm gonna. You're not going to say anything you don't want to say. Okay. Do you remember the first thing that made you horny when you were young? First thing. Yeah, the first thing that kind of made your coochie tingle. <laughs> um, probably magazines. Okay. Like back back then. Sure. It was a long time ago. I, I was going to say, was like, it other cavemen around the block? Like <laughs> magazines probably. Because we had, you know, we had Penthouse, we had Playboy, we had all of these, we had Hustler. We Did had you have all, access to those like when you were younger? When I was a kid, you could buy them. You could buy them at like liquor stores and stuff, like get on your bicycle and go sure. and buy them. Yeah. And then I would, I would like mix it up with other magazines. Oh, and just like hide, like kind of the, the thing in the I Bible, would, like the. I, no, because you have to pay for them. Oh. But if you did like a stack of magazines, right? Oh. So you bought a, like, I remember I used to be into like Mad Magazine. You That's the, the redhead. Yeah. Yeah. So I would buy a bunch of magazines and I would just like stack the, you know, the X-rated the one. Yeah. In between it. But they had like porn. And they would like, just ring the... it up. They would oh, just ring it up and put beep, everything in a brown beep, paper beep. bag. And then I remember I would like walk into the house like, hey, mom. And then I'd go to my room and then, you know, hide, you know, hide it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it, okay, how long have you, you're gay? Yes. Okay. How long have you known that about yourself? I mean, I think forever, really. Yeah. Like ever since I was younger. Sure. Young, like very young. Right. Like but maybe even preschool, to be honest. Same. I was like yeah. five. I I vividly remember, do you, did you have Discovery Zone? It was like a play place, kind of like, you know how McDonald's have play places? No. We had arcades, though. Okay. Well, yeah. this is like slides and tunnels and ball pits. Okay. Anyway, when I was little, there would be male attendants and I would wrap myself around their legs and look up their shorts because I like wanted to see their junk. I don't think I, and you were in preschool? <laughs> yeah, I was like five or six. Uh, mine was, was more like, of like an emo- there? Mine was more of like an emotional fantasy. Oh. I remember one kid in particular, I had like, a like I liked him, but mm-hmm. I had like a little bit of a crush on him in sure. preschool. Oh. And then throughout my life, um, I had kind of crushes on friends, never acted on it. I don't hook up with friends. I've never, I never have. Really? Yeah. And do you, um, do you like remove their genitalia from your mind? Like, do you like just not see them as sexual creatures? No, no, I do. Oh. No, I do. But it's just more of like, um, uh, it, let's just say that. Is I this would, you saying you're never going to date me? Is that what? Is I that, really. Is, is, <laughs> it's the most funny. roundabout way of being like, I we are never going to I kind of have very strict boundaries between people that I'm friends with and people that I work with. Although that's not true because I guess. Stu was a friend first. But do you, how much do you work with Stu? 
He was just on my show a few times. Oh, like, yeah, that's it wasn't fine. A, yeah, it wasn't like a close friend. Or sure, 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 like sure, sure. But yeah, I would have crushes, but never, I, I never acted on anything until uh, college okay. with men. Sure. What was the vibe on sex in your household? Did, your, did you know about, did your parents talk about sex? Not really. Did you ever walk in on them? Did you know that? Were they I walked in it? once. Okay. And my mom was on top of my dad. <gasps> yeah. What a slut. <laughs> <laughs> She's deceased now. Oh so, my God. Like, like Zach. Yeah. Ghost slut coming to Fox this fall. Um. <laughs> do you remember your first orgasm? No. Really? No. Are you being like coy right now? No. I mean, it would have to be, I don't know. When do we? Probably like 11. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Around there. No, I don't remember. But do you remember the early days of you like discovering your body? Um, Like I, w- what do you mean by discovering? Like I never touched my ass or anything like that. <laughs> Is that what, what do you mean like discovering? Like I never did weird. Sh- Wait, you never I mean, put I like a Sharpie up your butt? I never did. Really? I never, honestly never, it never occurred to me. Really? It never, yes. <laughs> This is Jeff being like, I'm a top. No, 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 not necessarily. I'm just saying that I don't, I, when I was, I wasn't that exploratory, sure. I guess, when I was a kid. Yeah. I guess I'm just saying that that phase where you're like, you were like, oh my God, my parents are gone for like 22 minutes. I'm going to go jerk off. Sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, of course. Great. But the magazines you got were like primarily female nude magazines or were there dudes in them too? I liked, um, I would try to get the really, um, I think really it was Really pretty ones? Yeah. With penetration? Was, yes. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you remember your first sexual experience with another person? Um, and their full government name? Sex or just like hooking up or... Whatever like that means to you. Mine was like I was playing spin the bottle with a bunch of like girlfriends and I had uh-huh. to like make out with all of them. Mm. Or maybe the first one that counts to you, like the first one that made you like kind of excited. I just I remember my first kiss, and mm-hmm. I remember when I lost my virginity. Both, but women. I don't remember like those kind of things. Like I'm sure there were other you know things. I just just that is in my mind. Sure. What were they like? I'm assuming it was losing your virginity to a girl. Yeah. Was it fun? Yeah. You know, it's funny because I think when you're that young, you can fuck anything. You know what I mean? So I just shout out women. <laughs> no, meaning I like. I had a lot of sex with uh, my girlfriend at the time, like yeah. a ton of sex. I can see and, that. And that was like you know seventeen to, I think we met when we were seventeen, and then I think it ended right around twenty. So wow. it was like maybe three, maybe four, three years at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and so. I guess whatever gay feelings I had had previously, they were kind of brushed aside because I was very sexually gratified sure. um, with my girlfriend and I was in love with her. So I felt like I didn't come out till I was 26. I felt like things, it kept getting postponed almost. Like it was, <laughs> it was like, so I met this girl and I went out with her for three years. And then now, then I remember I had my first gay experience Go on. after she, Wait, after else. we ended. Okay. And what was like? I remember was it? <laughs> it was a couple years in college. I was home. I was down in Newport and I, I went by myself to a gay bar. Oh my God. And I met a guy within like two minutes. Yeah, you did. Two minutes. And then I went home with him. There was, it was like, um, hand in mouth stuff. I don't, I don't remember if anyone's. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. There was no penetration or anything like okay, that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was a kid. Well, yeah, at the time. 20-something. And very inexperienced. Sure. So, and then I met this guy. Oh, okay, this is all coming back to me now. Yes! <laughs> then I met this guy, who's a famous guy, by the way. Okay. And I met him, and we had a very long-term kind of affair. Like, he was- um, But he was openly gay or no? No. Oh, my God. But he was a single man. Okay, Ricky Martin. Who was dating, but I would, and he was a really, I mean, hindsight, I should have married him. (laughs) I always think, I was like young and stupid, and he always wanted more, and I would just like go over, and he was like a great guy. Like, I would go over, and he would make dinner or order dinner, and we'd watch movies, we'd go swim. Like, he was like a really, really cool guy. Was he older than you? Yes. Okay. And- uh, Wait, how'd you meet? I know you're not going to tell us who it is. But like, oh fuck! How did, did how did we meet? But like, I don't know how we met. But I honestly, he's like an Orange County guy. No, L.A. Okay, and in entertainment, is that what you said? Yes. Oh my god. Okay. Are they still with us? Or yes. Are they with your mom? There's. He is still with us. Okay. Yeah, he's okay. still with us. Is he in the room? But but he was kind of like the first like guy that I was with, and um. He just was a great guy. Like he was sweet, nurturing, nurturing, caring. Cause you could get fucked over in this town, as you know. Could you? Yeah. Definitely. I was very lucky to be with a very nice man. Yeah. And and he cared about me. And but he'd always want more. Like, hey, are you free tomorrow night? Or do you want to spend the night or whatever? He was I, trying to like build a life with you. And I never ever would do it. I would never do it. I wasn't ready. And yeah. then what happened is I go to I graduate college mm-hmm. and I because I thinking, mm-hmm. oh, I, I'm gay. Right, thinking I'm gay. Then I'm now 23, and I go to Europe for three months, and I met two girls while I was in Europe. I had sex, the whole thing. Very gratified, sexually satisfied. Who goes to Europe and gets less gay? I went to Europe and got less gay. <laughs> that is fucking wild. Because then I thought, oh, I'm straight. I guess this just was a thing. It was like a, co- a false COVID test. And then I came home and I dated like two other girls. And then, um, so everything got, again, it got postponed. postponed. So then like right around 26, I was at Easton's gym mm-hmm. on Beverly. Sure. And I I met uh, probably one of the most beautiful men I've ever met in my life. Me. And uh, <laughs> we started to become friends and then we started dating. And then I was, I fell like, Head over heels in love with him. Wait, but okay, so but you weren't fully convinced you were gay at this point, or like I wasn't until I met him. Wow. And then when I met him, I ended up dating him for two years. I was like, I'm gay. Like it just I every every I just was completely, totally gay. Felt complete, satisfied. Like, okay, this is This is what I want. And it was different. It was it was different than when I dated women. Uh-huh. And that older gay guy. Even like the emotional connection, the it, it just, yeah. So that's kind of what happened. Was any part of you delaying the coming out because you didn't want to be gay? Because um, I feel like Orange County po- it probably wasn't the most popular. And it was a long time ago. So yeah. it's possible. I think if I were if I were a kid now in 2023, maybe I would be more of like, an Oscar, Oscar, he works on my show, he's a producer. Oh, yeah. He dates guys and girls. I just think it's, and I- Very cool. 
So maybe I would have been more like an Oscar where I've just been open about it. Sure. But I was very private. No one knew about this dude that I dated. No one knew about any of the, of the goo stuff. No one knew, <laughs> no one knew about any of it. Nobody, not even my best friends. Like nobody knew. Wait. Okay. Where did you, when did penetration start in that story? Uh, penetration. Oh, with the older guy. With the older guy. Yeah. Okay. And then, uh, were you both penetrating each other? No. You just penetrating him? He penetrated me. Oh, yeah. He was little bo- bossy he w- bottom. He was older. Okay. I wasn't that bossy, <laughs> but um, he was older than me. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sometimes those old guys like to get railed, and that's why I don't know if you if this has happened to you, but I find that every relationship there is a different sexual dynamic. For me, mm. every relationship has been different. Oh, sure. So I'm either all one thing, both. All another thing, all because I've had like seven relationships, sure, long term relationships, right? So it's it's strange. I don't know. Do you have a preference? Um, I think it depends. It on depends the on the person. It depends on the dynamic. Some people are good at one thing. Some people are better at others. Um, like blowjobs, or like bottoming or topping. Oh, sure, 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 or, sure. Yeah. Some people like I feel truly feel God made. To be bottoms and made to be tops. And that's just the Christian in me. <laughs> I had one long-term relationship where he was mostly the top because, and I was young then, because he was terrible at a bot. Like he made it so fucking miserable. Do you oh, know what I mean? Like, like he, squirmy and like. He ah. hated it. He hated it. And I was like, fuck it, forget it. Yeah, no, that's not fun. It's you want people to be like, yeah, give me. <laughs> But also, I don't know about you, but I'm, I don't always do that. You know, sometimes, yeah, no, um, like actual penetration. Oh, same. Like, I'm very cool with other stuff. I'm very cool with that. You've given me shit about being a side, but it sounds like you're coming out as a side right now. No, no, no. Okay. When you say side, does that mean you don't fuck ever? No, it just means like, I don't need the main course. I feel the same way about that. I thought, though, when you were on my show and you mentioned side, I thought that you just don't fuck. Oh, I mean, I think maybe uh, the Webster's definition might say that, but, like, I take it to mean, like, I prefer the side dishes. I don't want to take the other things off the menu. Sure, 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 I just... Don't need them. You don't always need them. I don't always need them. And actually, most of the time, I don't need them because it's, like, a big production. It's a huge production. Yeah. If someone's if someone's squirting a bunch of water up their butt beforehand, it's a production. It's a production. It's a SAG union production, and, and we're on strike right now. And I actually, I I prefer frequent sex, so you can't all. And I'm a busy guy, and yeah. so I don't always have. I'm like, okay, I got ten minutes, or okay, I got fifteen minutes. You just said on your show recently, the key to a sizzling relationship is yes, mutual masturbation. Okay. I read that. You read it. You yeah. haven't practiced it? I or... practice it. Wait, you also told me something that you and a partner once, you said you wouldn't jerk off between seeing each other. I know. Did I'm that so... not stick? Well, I'm such a hypocrite, hypocrite about it because <laughs> I'll like make a big deal with Stu. I'm like, don't jerk off until I see, until I see you Wednesday. <laughs> and then I will. <laughs> so I try not to, but yeah. You know, I think master, solo masturbation should always be a part of your like healthy sex life. I find that 
um, sex, my sex life is hotter when I don't oh, sure. masturbate when you in, restrict. Between, in between. Yeah. I but mean, remember, frequent sex. So I'm not going seven days. It's just like, oh, okay, tonight he's spending the night in his apartment. It's like one night. Mm. But mm. I find that it's better if we both wait. Abstain. Yeah, because I also like porn. Oh, go on. So I could end up watching porn for a long time and almost preferring it. (gasps) Wait, watching porn and jerking off to to sex with my partner. Great. If there is a lot, if I do it a lot, you know what I'm saying? So I really try to stay away from that because I don't, you're almost overstimulated with porn. So I really actually consciously have taken a break. It's also, you are like a go-getter and like a hard worker. And I think you could be like, I'm going to just get myself off in this like 20 minute window. I don't need, you know, outside help. But since I have stopped all of it, Mm -hmm. I find that our sex is much more intense and connected. That's beautiful. So I think, but sometimes I slip up, but I, but I (laughs) am committed to not doing that. Wait, maybe you can help me with this. Can you talk to me about sex over the course of a long-term relationship? Yes, um, because I've had long-term, mm-hmm. like very long-term. Yeah. But I've been pretty lucky. Um, okay. Uh, with Gage, we were together for 10 years. We had a very consistent sex life. And we can very bleep out consistent. names. I don't, you don't have to like... I don't care. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, you had a consistent sex life. From the beginning. Um. But sometimes relationships, they might, it takes a while to find your groove. Yeah. So I feel like when I was with Scott, in the beginning, it was like, mm, okay. But then, and he was hot. So yeah. I, you know, super stuck hot. Stuck it out. And then. Uh, Do you remember, I met you um, when you were dating him. Oh, really? At Nicholas Gannon's wedding. Yes. Yeah. Um, we were happy then. <laughs> We had just found our groove. You so. were very sweet and bubbly and and nice to me, despite me not being anybody. Good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear that. I am pretty nice to people. You I mean, are. Yeah, no, you I don't are. care whether you're famous, not famous. I don't. I don't care. Um, and actually, do you know who Lisa Vanderpump is? I've heard of her. And Ken Todd. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a pretty famous couple. They were, you know, Real House of Beverly yeah. Hills. Vanderpump Rules. The whole thing. They have a bar. I um I I used to socialize with them and I was I remember I was sitting at a long table with them and there was a, a lot of people there was some sort of event and what I appreciate about them is they made everyone feel important and it didn't matter there were a lot of famous people at that table but they were talking to you know just I, I don't remember what they did for a living or whatever the people next to them but they were so lovely gracious didn't give a shit who people were like just connected. I love that. I mean, I like people, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> I time and I tend to, I actually, especially like older people who have, have experience and life experience. And sure. those are the most interesting people to me. Yeah. When they're nice, when we they're could, crotchety, I'm like, fucking die. We got off track though. What were we talking about? Um, this long-term to sex. Me. Oh, okay. So what is the question? Oh, I guess I just like, I've yet to be in a relationship where I'm like, oh, this is hot and steamy and I like it for a long time. Mm -hmm. I just like, I kind of lose interest a little bit. You have to get creative. Do you? Mm -hmm. Role playing. Like hide in someone's trunk. 
costumes. You do whatever you can. Okay. You, you mix you it up. You just said that you didn't have to. You've been really lucky and like you didn't have to. I'm not saying we didn't do those things. Okay. I'm just saying we kept the we kept the sex alive. Sure. In the long term relationships, yes. Okay. Did you ever have like a hoe phase? Oh yeah. Every time I'm on pause with Stu. Yeah. I sleep with as many people as possible. <laughs> because I know when we get back together, I'm not sure is this mean does this mean forever now? Sure. Right? So I try to take advantage of of the of the small breaks I have. And you have a little rump springer? A little hump springer? <laughs> um <laughs> Usually and all, all jokes aside, between relationships, yes. I but I don't stay out of relationships for I I usually I like being monogamous. I like being in relationships. So um but the in between is yeah, it's out of control. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, let's play a quick round of hot or not. Okay. I'm going to list things and you just tell me if you find them hot or not. Okay. So spanking. Hot. Being spanked. Hot. Okay. Choking. Or restricted airflow. Hot. I mean, not too far, but yeah, hot. Well, yeah, you don't want to kill Stu. Do I? (laughs) (laughs) Um, spit. Hot. Yeah? Mm Mm-hmm. Both being spat and spitter? Yeah. Nice. Um, Feet? No. No. No, not hot. In fact, you're a little turned off. I, I'm ticklish, and I got a story about that, too. I got to tell you about that, but keep going. Wait, what's the story? Well, let's go back to it. Like, finish the game. No. It, okay. The part of the game is kind of just spur. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did go out with a very attractive- uh, Foot. Successful man. <laughs> And the only way he could get off is if he tickled my feet. No. And I am so fucking ticklish. I hate to be tickled. <laughs> but he was so hot. So I, I dealt with it for a very short time. And then I'm like, I can't. I can't, wait, wait, I can't do this but anymore. But is he like, is he tickling your feet and jerking himself yes, off? Yes. Yes. It's the only way he can get off. <sighs> wow. All the ways to get off. And this is That's his it. only way. It so I thought I started that. picturing my future. And I thought, <laughs> I can't. I can't do this every single day of the week. I hate being tickled. Sure. I hate it. That is fascinating. And his sheet smelled. Ew! <laughs> like feet? He just didn't wash his sheets often because I, I change them like every three days at my house. Do you really? Yeah. Don't sleep at my house. And his, it had been a while since those, they had been cleaned. Ew! But this man yeah. had like money, I assume. He did, but he also did one other thing too. Go on. We were at the Lemley Theater. And uh-huh. It's like cheap there. You guys have been there? Yeah. It's not expensive. No. So I thought it was weird. Like he asked me out and then um he went up and got the tickets. And then he he said to me, like, turn around, he's like, okay, that'll be like fourteen dollars or whatever. I'm like, Are you fucking kidding me? Ew. And I was pissed, but I still went home with him. <laughs> And then he took my tea. And he tickled me. I don't even want to be tickled. Did you already know about the tickle thing? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my God. I know. You I paid the... for the movie and got tickled? Yes. Sounds like a fucking awful night. A f- I know. Huh. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, um. By the way, go on. That same night, okay. <laughs> there was, two, I remember there was a really long line and there was two um, kiosks mm-hmm. open. And I'll never forget this as long as I live. So there's a really long line and um, there's this really funny black lady who was by herself at the other kiosk. And I'm like, excuse working me. Or in she was li- working. Okay, yeah. So he said, excuse me, ma'am, but what is this line for? And she's like, that's the line for the stupid people. Because <laughs> she was open and nobody, and everybody was just waiting in the same line. 
I'll never forget that as long as That's I live. That's so funny. That's human nature, though, to it just sheep. get in line. Sheep. People are sheep. I they, know. The line was so long, and the kiosk is open, just, and I'm like, is anyone is asking questions? No. Nope. They just see the line, they get yeah, in the back of it. and they just get automatically get in the line. Didn't that happen to you in Vegas? Some weird thing with an escalator? Everyone like, are you getting mad? I'm getting triggered. No. Um, <laughs> what happened? They closed, I remember they, they closed. They closed something down and then they forced everyone to go. Maybe it's not the same thing at all. I don't think it's the same thing, but maybe. Uh, they closed the escalator. We couldn't get down. We were at the Cosmopolitan Casino and nobody was telling anyone where to go. Oh, sure. So, and I was going to the Adele concert and I was afraid I was going to be late. Yes. So I started walking down the escalator that had been stopped. And they freaked out. And they freaked out on me. And then I started screaming at them at the top of the escalator <laughs> because I said, what's the plan? Because it's going to take me 40 minutes to take this elevator down. They're, what's the plan? Yeah, I'm like, I'm not missing Adele here. So they had, so the guy came up. There was two security guards, by the way. No one was directing anyone. It was like mayhem. So there was down the hall to the left, there was another elevator. And I said, okay, well, thank you. But do you think you should be up here directing people? Because you've got a 40 minute wait here on the glass elevators. Fucking stupid. Fucking Venetian. I can't go back anyway. No, no, that's the Cosmo. I can, I know, go, back, I I can go back to Cosmo. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, threesomes and or group sex. Hmm. I mean, and, I'm sure it's hot. Okay. I don't think I would. Maybe I would, but you I don't. Ever, have you ever had a threesome? Yes. With two men? Ye yes. How was yes. it? Fun. Okay. Yeah. So you just got to add a fourth and then you're at group level. You always get worried about like, um, and I'm sure you will now that you're famous. You just get worried Aww. about discretion. Oh. And you don't I... want someone to like back up their story. Okay. You know, it's so. <laughs> You know what I mean? You don't like, want a witness. If you, is you what and I, I just sleep heard. together. You start. What's his name? Eric. Eric. Eric starts talking publicly. I could just deny it. <laughs> but if you're there, Zach, you're gonna now back say, him up. You're gonna back him or up or back you up for the right price. Right. <laughs> so that's the danger about you know being a little bit famous. You know what's and so funny? Threesomes. Is I went home with two guys after my last show in Chicago this weekend to have like a hand mouth threesome. And I was like laying on their bed kind of like naked for a minute. And one of them had his phone up in like a way that looked like it might be taking a picture or a video. Ooh, yeah. And I never thought about it before. In that moment, I was like, you're not taking a picture or video, are you? And he's like, no. And I was like, okay, well, I guess I have to trust him. Sort of like grabbing his phone out of his hand and being like, are you? Yeah, that. You got to worry about that. But here's the thing. Can let me ask you about this? So ask. in the past, I have had several threesomes. I find that, and it's like, I like being a special guest star. Same. So it's usually a couple. Same. So inevitably, one always follows up and wants to hook up alone. <gasps> Separately? And I always feel like, uh, I don't think it's a good idea. That's you guys, not. Yeah. Because they're trusting each other, right? They're doing this together. Uh -huh. And then one of them sneak and goes uh, rogue. And Stu was telling me. In his experience, too, same thing. There's always one that calls and wants to meet without the other we one knowing. Hang out. Todd's going yeah. out of town. Uh -huh. She should come over in hot tub. And Todd doesn't know about it. Todd doesn't Guarantee know about Todd it. Todd doesn't know about it. Fuck these gay guys. I know. You can't trust them. Sluts. Um, <laughs> uh, seamen. Not people who work at sea, but come. Um, I think it's hot. 
Stu does not think it's hot. Really? Mm-hmm. And he's like over fucking dramatic about it. He's like, don't get it. Don't get it. I'm like, stop. It's like nowhere near you. It's like, oh, the smell, the smell. And it's shut, shut the fuck up. Oh, I couldn't handle that. I know. It's a little bit of a, a deal I couldn't killer. handle that. So I keep saying, I said, eventually you're going to have to comply. And so he said, and I just asked him this the other day, because he makes a big fucking deal about it. Sure. But I like that. You know what I mean? So, um, Wait, you like that he makes a big fucking deal? No, I like- Come. I'd like- To give it to him as a gift. God, I I shouldn't be saying all this shit. But But he's like, okay, well, maybe at night if I get really, really drunk. I'm like, okay. Great. Fine. Drink up, honey. But it's not happening in the morning. Uh, but but first, come. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I wasn't expecting to talk about all this, but I, I I'm actually very open minded with yeah. that kind of stuff. Like I, I like having fun. I'm very, you know, I'm very like okay. You're open minded. Let's, let's try that. Let's try go this. Go with the flow. Let's, Tickle me, daddy. I'm, but you know, fortunately, unfortunately, our partners aren't always into what we're into. Sure. I mean, it's always going to be a lot of plates in the air. He just bought this really hot baseball uniform. Oh, wait. So do you like a little dress up cosplay moment? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Would you have any favorite characters or favorite dynamics? Oh, we're not doing characters because uh, that would turn me off. Like, you mean like Disney? Like- well- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the cast of Frozen fucks. Um, <laughs> no, but like a doctor, patient, plumber, housewife. Well, with Stu, we're, we're going to explore the coach player thing are you and the we coach? got that you know yeah. yeah you're the coach and we got that idea from matt rogers because <gasps> matt, matt rogers. rogers was um he was playing around with the guy he was dating uh-huh. and the whole co- and i'm like that seems kind of hot Stu. let's do that and so he bought he bought the uh, baseball uniform but then you guys will pretend to be coach and player fully okay okay yeah but not like print out a script let's see my which i hate to out them but my and um, do you his wife? We're gonna have to bleep. We'll bleep whatever we need to. I wouldn't bleep anything. Oh. They've been married for a long time. <laughs> been married for a long time. Uh-huh. So this is what this is what you do, right? You 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 want to spice it you up, scare each other. So they okay. So my there's a fireman. So borrowed fireman uniform. Isn't that heavy? It is heavy. Yeah. And so they had a whole scenario planned, and you know. <laughs> Opened the door to, and then she started laughing, <laughs> and then he got really mad of at her because he's like, then he feels dumb. I'm really, I'm fucking committed yeah, to I'm this. I'm wrecked under Like these. we talked about this. Like I borrowed this shit from, and now you're laughing and making jokes about it, and she couldn't stop laughing. So he's still pissed about it because now she's like, let's do this. He's like, no, no. no. Why? So you can make fun of me? He yeah. broke her trust. But I can, sta- broke his I trust. can stay in character pretty well. Oh, I bet you can. Yeah. I bet you can. I'm pretty committed. You've been playing the role of a dick for years. <laughs> <laughs> it comes, comes, comes naturally. Um, the last segment is uh, Thoughts and Prayers, where we hear from you, our sexy listeners. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us with a story or have a question or need advice or anything like that, uh, you can email us at after hours with Zach Noe Towers at gmail.com. That's all spelled out. And yes, it's the longest email ever recorded. Or you can call us and leave us voicemail at 323-473-4533. Both are anonymous and it's really fun to get these. Okay. We're going to okay. read any? Email one, one night stand mishap. I decided I wanted a baby. 
I am too broke to get a donor or anything like that, so I've just been going nutty at the bars. I had a one-night stand last week. It was meh, but I was late this month and went to the local bodega to get to get a pregnancy test, and lo and behold, guess who's there to check me out? I couldn't run out of the store faster, and I guess I have to find a new bodega, but I do need, But do I need to explain anything to him? Yikes. So the guy, she's trying to get pregnant in the wild, it sounds like. Wow. And so she's buying a pregnancy test from the guy who put a load in her. It seems really deceptive. Um, so she's trying to, wow, trap someone. No, I don't think she's even trying to trap someone. I think she's just trying to get a baby. Okay. I think I'm I, actually okay with this, I think. You are? Yeah, if a guy is going to raw dog a girl, he needs to know that a baby is possible. But maybe he was assuming she was on... You know, Wait, did he ask her? No, she's being or... like, no, I'm on birth control. Nut in me, daddy. That's a different thing. But if he's just like going to pump a load into her, he needs to know that babies happen. Babies come do, from come. But do straight guys do that without asking? Yes! Look at Charlene. Oh my God, it's 100%. happened to her a lot. Yes! Look at her. Yes. Guys go fucking blind when they're about to nut. They don't care. They do not care. Wow. Well, I still don't. I you mean, don't like that. I just don't know. It just seems, yeah. What if you got one of the shady. girls you had sex with pregnant in Europe and you have a Mamma Mia situation going on right now? Honestly, I'd be really, I'd be, it'd be really sad that they didn't tell me if they did. You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, sure. Because I would want to be involved in that child's life. Well, but the, the, who's now probably 70. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long time ago. <laughs> no, but in the movie, obviously the mom would pass, leaving him a card saying, this is your father. Wow. And then he'd come to find you and he'd be this smoking hot gay guy mm. that I would marry. And then we'd be family. <laughs> okay, email. I, I like this scenario. <laughs> it turned into a real horror film at it, the end. It sure did. Um, a high protein cream cheese substitute. I met this guy on Grinder in my neighborhood while genuinely looking for new friends. Seriously, really, just friends. And he invited me out to meet his dogs as he took them for a walk. I met the dogs. We chatted for a bit. It was a little flirty. I was under the impression his relationship was as open as mine. Later on, we may or may not have swapped nudes. What are friends for? But I thought it was weird when I went out for a walk one day and he was with his partner and pretended not to know me when I walked by. After the shady encounter, he proceeded to message me on Grinder about how he wants to swallow my load. I said something to the effect of it seeming as though his relationship was not as open as he said it was and not wanting to cross any boundaries, at which point he came up with the most creative and specific idea I've ever heard. He was so insistent on tasting my cum, and he said he didn't even have to put my dick in his mouth. He only asked that I come on a bagel so he could eat it. I had so many questions. Was the bagel going to be toasted? What kind of bagel was it going to be? Was it store-bought or made at the local bagel shop? Can everything bagels still be called everything bagels if they don't have cum on them? I didn't get a chance to ask these questions. I was too busy laughing and telling absolutely everyone I knew about bagel cum guy. Also, he told me that he was related to a really anti-gay politician, which would have been whatever if he didn't also have his, this person over at his home to have dinner with him and his gay husband semi-regularly. So needless to say, not super interested in cream cheesing his bagel for several reasons. Jared in New Jersey. That was really long. Is I'm there any sorry. way to para paraphrase all of that? Just sum it up. Um. Oh, you didn't listen. TLDR. It's not that I didn't listen. It's just that you... I checked out a little bit. No, I heard okay. about the bagel. Yeah, that, that was basically it. He didn't even have any... It was just basically a story. He met a guy on Grinder. They planned to just be friends. They started swapping nudes. The guy ran into him and his partner, and he pretended not to know him, and he was like, I really want to swallow your load. And he's like, well, I don't want to cheat. Mm. And then he's like, you could come on a bagel, and I could eat it. Mm. 
would you come on a bagel? It feels like feels like childhood trauma to me or something. You know what I mean? Like who does that? Oh, like that? who needs loads that yeah, bad? Yeah, that they want it on a bagel. Yeah. Although maybe that's how I should serve it to Stu. <laughs> <laughs> to get his medicine down? Okay, wait. This looks like it might also be a little bit long. Do you have the attention span? Okay, we can try it. No, it's just it was a long story. You oh my God, mean? you're going to like the- But I yes. like how you just summed it up. You're going to- I know, I should- You know what, if I- Next time I'm going to read these before. <laughs> They send them to me, and it's I like just a lot of people do that with their emails. Don't. You know what I mean? Like just, oh, I always think, wow, you could have done this in three sentences. Yep. People are like, I have a funny story. I'm like, I doubt it's either. I feel those people are all like, <laughs> those people are needy or something. There's something wrong with them that they have to do like a four paragraph text. I'm like, just ask the fucking question. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, um, but you're gonna like this one. Okay. How long is it though? Uh, 18 paragraphs. Um, <laughs> Zach, I first heard you on Jeff Lewis Live, and now I'm obsessed with your show too. I'll love you even more if you can help me out with my lame love life predicament. Okay. So I've been seeing this girl I met online and I really like. We've gone out like five times, even for a couple hours at a time. I'm super passive and hate making the first move. In the past, it has always worked itself out, but this time it hasn't yet. I still really like her and texted her an apology for not making a move yet. And she said that maybe we're just friends and there's nothing romantic. That would be fine and I'd move on, but I was on a work trip in her hometown and she told me I should hang out with some of her BFFs, all girls, back home. I did and they were like, you gotta make a move. She really likes you. I asked how they thought I should do it specifically and they were like, take her to a bar that has ping pong. She loves ping pong and do something super flirty like spank her with the paddle. That was so strange and specific that I'm at a loss for what to do next. Even if I don't do the paddle thing, should I? Should I still try to make a move? Do I listen to her or the friends? Zach, help a dude out. Abe and Austin. Okay. Did you get it? All right. So he wants to hook up with her and he hasn't. He likes her. He wants it to be more than just friends. He's scared to make the first move. Oh, like even just try to kiss her. Yeah. But the friends are, the friends in her hometown were like, she likes you. Make a move. I see. And, and he's, he's been like, out with her five times. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that's really hard actually to give advice in that situation because it's like you just got to lean in and kind of kiss her at that point. Yeah, and I mean, even like for where she's standing, like, I mean, he's gonna have to start to take the initiative from here forth. Yeah, because no, I don't think women want Charlene. I don't think you want someone who's that passive, right? No, you want a, a dude to just kiss you. A hundred percent, yes. Yeah, and then I guess come on a bagel. <laughs> yeah, or like she said, a lot of times, I think Charlene's probably the one that's it's like, I'm on the pill. It's okay. <laughs> Um, You've said that drunk. <laughs> Maybe old Charlene, but this Charlene definitely not. She's a good. She's a bad driver, but a good girl. You know, um, I think I've only done this maybe once, but I had this date, and the guy made me very nervous. And in a sexy way, like you were, you were like, "Oh my god, I'm really turned." Like on. I knew we were going to hook up, but for whatever reason, I felt nervous. Sure. And so uh, I took. Maybe a Cialis? Or oh, yeah, Cialis. A, yeah, and I'm so glad I did. Really? Because when we hooked up, I was good, but he was nervous at that <gasps> point. Oh, my. He saw your big throbbing cock, and he was like, I can't match I, that. I don't know about that, but I I, I would make that. I would always suggest that to someone, like in a first date, if you're if you're nervous. And by the way, someone t told me, they said, okay, when you're at dinner, just like pop it like 30 minutes before you're ready to go home. And then race the boner home. So, um. I did do that once, maybe twice, but it, if you, when, cause people are nervous. Like when you first meet, I don't know, I've dated a lot of people and, um, it's very common 
for dudes to get nervous. Of course. Very, you get in your head and then it, very common. it dips and then you're like, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, the panic. Mm-hmm. But like, I think this guy's struggling with even like making any move, like a kiss. Yeah, there might be like a, a self-confidence situation. Yeah, I guess I'm curious to see what his past experience with girls is like or with people is like, because it's like, maybe this is just like some work he needs to do on himself to feel comfortable or like worthy of kissing someone. The good news with women is that a lot of, not not Charlene, but a lot of women want to have an emotional attachment first. You know what I'm saying? Like yes. dudes just want to go home and fuck. Yes. But I think while he gets comfortable, you know, he could probably go slow, but he's got to get started. Yes. Right. So he's got to start kissing her. And then each time he's got to kiss her, you can't, you can't kiss her on one date and then not kiss her the next date. Sure. He's going to send mixed messages, but maybe, you know, little by little. Um, yeah. Kiss and a squeeze the boob. Kissing his pat the butt. Sure. So I think he could probably go at his own speed, but he's got, I mean, after he's five gotta, dates. He's got to start. I think if I went on five dates with someone and oh, they didn't. And oh, they, if they didn't kiss me after the mm-mm. second date, I'd be like, what are we doing? We're just hanging out. Oscar, who is the <laughs> bisexual. I love, I. how many names of people <laughs> are you going to say? <laughs> he told me he's a demisexual. Yes, where he needs connection. Yeah. You wouldn't know what this means. Charlene, no, but I he has don't. to have an emotional connection. <laughs> the the less I know, the better. You know, he told me that, we talked about it on my show, that he went out with this guy and he liked him, but after an hour, the guy put his hand on his knee and Oscar- Freaked out. Freaked out, didn't like it, didn't want it. He's, it's, actually, we should set this guy up with Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, that's fifth date slow. behavior slur. Oscar moves very, very slow. Wow. So, what's this guy's name? Abe. Abe so, and Oscar. So, I think if Abe, if it doesn't work out with this girl, hit up Oscar. But I do think it's time. It is time. I mean, how do you go five dates without even trying to kiss her? He probably got in his head every time. He also probably should drink a little bit, right? <laughs> To lower his inhibitions. I'm not going to give that advice of oh. all people, but I do think alcohol is a a, a, a great social liber- lubricant. A little bit, not a ton. Not he, a stew amount. We don't want him to lose, yeah, no. <laughs> we don't want him to lose his erection. You know what no. I mean? Because then drunk guys, they can't come or whatever. Oh so, my God. What's his name again? Abe? Abe. Okay. If Abe, I mean, what are you going to do now? Is she even going to go on a sixth date with him? I mean, it's kind of too late. I think she will. Are you sure? Maybe he needs to make a romantic well, gesture. Well, she's already said maybe we're just friends. Yeah, but maybe that's her like safe, like protecting herself. I'm not going on a sixth date with Abe. <laughs> <laughs> Abe, I believe in you. And you might have to start over with someone else. Well, that's and learn fair from too. your mistakes, Abe. There you go. Kiss them before the first date. <laughs> go in with the kiss. I think he's got a kiss on the first date. If it's going well and she's receptive. I think he's got a kiss on the first date. I, I why wouldn't you not I want know. to? No, if if by the if we this is the thing. If I don't kiss the guy at the end of the first date, there's probably not a second date. Plus, you want to know if they're good kissers because I oh can't get around a bad kisser. Oh, I can't do it. Is Stu a good kisser? He is. But I did go out with a um, this very very good looking guy years ago. Worst kisser ever. I just really? couldn't. I couldn't do it. I couldn't get past it because when you're a bad kisser, it just, it just nothing, nothing happens. No, your body's like, what yeah. are we doing? It's like rejection. The threesome I had this weekend, one of the guys, they're married. I'm one sorry. Of, it was this weekend. It was tw- 48 hours ago, honey. Wow. Yeah. Um, one of the guys, amazing kisser. The other mm. horrible. 
But some people don't me- mesh together well, or he's just a bad kisser. But they're married. Like the one guy and I were like symbiotic, mm-hmm. if I know what that word means. <laughs> and me and the other guy were like a fish and another mammal trying so to. We know make which up. guy's gonna call you. You know, mm-hmm. he already said he's obsessed. Anyway, okay. If you have <laughs> a fun story, or you need advice, or you just want to say I'm cute. Email us at afterhourswithzachnoytowers at gmail.com or call and leave us a voicemail at 323-473-4533. Okay, and Jeff, this is our last thing and your people told me you weren't going to do it and I respect that, but I also think you will do it. Um, I don't, if it's what I'm thinking, I'm not doing it. But let me pitch this to you. Mm -hmm. It's the montage and no one knows who's making what sound. So you can literally just be like, uh... And if you don't, I'm just going to take something from another part of the episode. And say it was me? Yeah. You're an asshole. I know. Well. Well, you can deal with my lawyers. No, Jeff. <laughs> Come on, just a little a little something. I was something. thinking about that. I'm. Um, no one's going to know it's you. I don't know. I'd have to be in the moment. I don't. I don't. Well, some people take it like they're Let's like. Let's start hooking up and we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I perk up. Um. I, so Maybe I'm so like a, glad. Oh that yeah! I'm so glad that they said that I wouldn't be comfortable, and that you pushed me to do it anyway. Yeah. But what happened to this whole thing? That's it's a, a page safe out of, place. That's a page out of your don't book. answer. Don't answer what you don't want. I, you don't have to oh, do anything to make you uncomfortable. Don't answer what you I'm not don't doing want. It. I've I've given you more than I've given anyone today, <laughs> ever. Thank you. Please just accept that. Okay. Okay. Love you. He's never gonna have me on his show again. This is like a parting gift. <laughs> That's not true. We're good. Okay. We're good. But I've been very open today. No, I loved it. Okay. And again, like if you don't want anything out there, I don't we care. will. Okay. Go ahead. You're the best, Jeff Lewis. Not that you need any promo, but uh, where should people seek you, more of you out? Uh, I'm on SiriusXM. You have your weekdays. own channel. Weekdays. So I have Jeff Lewis live at 9 a.m. Pacific, uh, five days a week. And then I have the Jeff Lewis Live or the Jeff Lewis channel. So we have an after show there. We're now developing new programming and that's channel 789 or you can just search Jeff Lewis mm-hmm. on Sirius. That's all I really that's need it. to promote. Thank you. Appreciate it. And you're on you're on often. You, yeah. you're doing the after show this week. Yeah. What day? Uh, t- tomorrow. Who are you on with? Monica Casey. Oh, that'll be nice. That's I a good I know. Pairing. We already, we had a chat today and I'm excited. And then hopefully Charlene doesn't hit any more cars in the parking structure. <laughs> Everyone on Sirius, be on the lookout. <laughs> what kind of car is it, Charlene? Mazda 3. Yeah, I'm going to park on a different floor just to be safe. What color is it? Gray. Yeah. yeah. I bet you have a, do you have a high deductible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now she does. That sucks, yeah. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, I this really love fun, and appreciate Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. 